Welcome back to the J&J Podcast. It's WrestleCast. Whatever. He said I'm going to do the intro and he fucked it up. <laughs> uh, well, J&J WrestleCast. And yes, I am a liar. I have not changed shit yet. You know, I swear one of these days we'll just stop being lazy. One of these days. It's not today. I, I'll make this right now. I'll make James make me sit down and do it. By next week's show, we will have everything changed. And one of these days, I'm going to make him have me sit down and do it. That's a bold statement. Yes. For real this time. For real, Jesus. And if I'm lying, you can stop listening to this Wesselcast. Please don't. We need the views. God, no. Don't make those promises, Jordan. All right. So let's kick it off with Monday. Oh. You're already right. fucking this up again. I know. Elimination, Elimination chamber. chamber. Yes. My apologies. God damn it. I know. I'm terrible. I'm a bad I mean, person. If I knew another J, you'd be replaced. And thank God you're minimal friend base. <laughs> All right. So let's kick it off with Elimination Chamber, which kicked off with Tozawa versus Buddy Murphy. On the pre-show. Did um, not know this till the end of the card Yeah, so, when we didn't see it. Um, I'm absolutely pissed about this. Like, I've, you know, made quants that the, the cruiserweights deserve better and they shouldn't be on the pre-show. And not for nothing, this card was small enough that they didn't need to be. Now, prior to us recording for predictions, there was no, or, or the Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman match was a last-minute ad. They did not hype it on TV at all. And I'm sorry, why does that deserve a on the card spot more than anything then why did or why did that deserve an on the card spot for instead of the cruiserweights and now for nothing you're doing four hour pay-per-views now this this pay-per-view was three hours and 16 minutes why couldn't you have just said we don't have a pre-show match or put freaking i don't know mojo raleigh against somebody on the pre-show something that tell you right now you don't you shouldn't be putting title matches on the pre-show. Yeah. It's not bringing people in. Me, a long-time wrestling fan, I don't watch the fucking pre-show, usually. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch this one. I, I knew what happened, and I didn't go back and watch it, because it was like, why? You guys are setting the pace of what's important. Baron Corbin and Braun was not. It has never been important. I've never cared for that rivalry from the start. Yep, and uh, it, not for nothing, if we're looking at actual match quality on the card... um. I've heard a lot about the match. I actually went back and watched a little bit of it. Um, it was really good. And you know what match wasn't really good? Ronda versus Ruby. At all. It was garbage. And you used it as an angle for Becky Lynch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dude. Process. We're getting there. No. I'm starting there. We're getting there. Whatever. Okay, no. Yeah, Ronda. We'll just skip this one. Ronda and Ruby Riot had this title match that was seconds. Yep. She... She was squashed by Ronda yep. just so they could do the segment between Becky and Charlotte. And Becky just comes out with a cane and beats the shit out of both of them. Yep. Which, I mean, that was good. That was cool, but it was like, you could have gave them a match. Yeah. If anything, you could have honestly just got rid of Braun and Baron because no one gives a fuck. Yep. That rivalry is doing nothing because it's making me care less about Braun for whatever reason. Yeah. Way to kill the Braun. <laughs> All right. Back so. to task on hand. We're going to talk about the uh, Elimination Chamber to crown the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Um, it was a solid match. It started off rough, but so did the men's, to be fair. Uh, no, it just started off rest holdy with the men. Well, yeah, but that's not rough. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people. There's 12 fucking people in that match. That is too many people to be in a match that's not a Royal Rumble. 
Yeah. Or I Battle agree. Royale. That's just too much. Agreed. There's a lot to do. In... But there was never 12 people at one time. Given that, barely. Then. There was about to be 12 people. Yes. Uh, Naomi and Carmella were the first team eliminated, which makes sense. Yes, considering, uh, A, they're not a very well-known team, and there's some controversy going on right now. Iconics had a pretty sweet pin, and that was about all they contributed. Yep. Riot Squad did a double splash off one of the chambers. Which was pretty sweet. That was their moment. Yep. <laughs> they That's pretty much... It did not come down to who I thought it would come down to, though. Um, and I don't necessarily agree with who it came down to. Not that I don't like these two teams, but the two teams who start should not have been the last two teams in the match. That's a bad idea. Yeah. So it starts. Were... It started with Boston Hug Connection and Desire and Fire, and that's who it ends. Fire with. and Desire. The way you said it sounds weird. That's what it is. It's fire and desire. I said that. You said desire and fire. Whatever. Who that cares? doesn't make, that doesn't flow, bro. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, it came down to those two. Uh, Nia Jax was eliminated. Like her team was eliminated because she ran into a goddamn fucking chamber pod. Yeah, she which was cool. She eliminated herself. Essentially. And then they pinned Tamina while yep. she was out. So uh, the final two teams, they they did pretty good. Yep. They definitely killed it. Um, I wouldn't say hundred percent killed it, but uh. I uh, just want to point, uh, it ended, Boston Hug Connection are your first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. It makes sense. It works. No one's unhappy about it. No one should be unhappy about it. Yeah, we would want the Iconics, but what are you going to do? Yep. This makes sense. Um, and uh, it came out that it will be defended through NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. So that's cool. Officially. Yep, so that's so cool. So you can probably see from Instagram, uh, Dakota Kai and... Tegan Knox just posted. They, they keep posting about it. Yeah. And I want them to. And then there's also Kyrie saying it, Io Shirai. Io Shirai? Io Yo. Shirai. Yep. But they won uh, just a good point of selling. Sasha couldn't do the bank statement 100% because her shoulder was injured. Yeah. So she used her foot, which was uh, good. I liked that. Creative. I liked it. Yep. Good way to end the match, I think. Agreed. Uh, it was a few good moment. Big moment. History making moment. So then we move on to another tag title match. Shane McMahon and The Miz taking on the Usos. It was a good match. It was okay. Did the job. It did. Uh, Shane, I, the result's really all I cared about. Yeah. Uh, well, Shane uh, did some coast to coast, did put somebody through a table. So you know. Shane spots. Shane spots. Those are the only spots. And, like, let's face it, I'm seeing Shane way too much and I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Usos uh, win. The right team went over. Correct. Um, which just further proves if you're in the WWE and you want to get noticed, um, you need to make sure you're uh, getting a DUI. <laughs> the week, this is the second time they've gotten... He's the, good. That's the second time it's happened. All though. I heard, read that was he got into it with a cop and that's about it. Well, yeah, he tried to Uso. Just, just be like, I'm the Uso. Yeah. <laughs> they double super kicked the police officer. Yeah. It was tragic. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on to the third match? Yes, the Intercontinental title match. Handicap um, match. In my opinion, not a good match. I mean, it was fine. It was the, right, the results are good. The, the match itself wasn't good. Finn Balor is the Intercontinental champion. And don't worry, guys, the next night, he didn't have to give up the title. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, good. Uh, they didn't. He pinned Leo Rush, obviously. Bobby hits Leo Rush with a few moves. Which will mean nothing later. So yeah, and anyway. then that's pretty much that. Yep. 
Uh, congratulations, Finn Balor. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say about the rest Hopefully of the Hopefully they match. remember you have the title. Hashtag rip our truth. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's our US champion, I think, still. So yeah. And then pretty sure that the next match was Ronda and Ruby, which we already talked about. Yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin and Braun. Didn't care. Pretty much summed that up too. Yeah, Braun uh, lost. Braun lost because Bobby and Drew came out and triple power bombed um, Braun, which is dumb because through two tables. I, I it looked cool, but, yeah, it, but it took way too long. Also, to set up. it's a shield thing, and also they're not feuding with the shield, so them just doing the shield thing doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, I, it, I it didn't even get heat, so like it just was dumb. Yeah, and it took too long to set up, and it was awkward, and well, anyways, Baron went over, and I still don't care. Yep. So now let's talk about the main event. Whew. The men's elimination chamber. I man. was uh boy I, was this a good one. I was on the edge of my seat towards for that end. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So we open up the chamber with Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe. Yes. Uh, slow start, but that's the kind of match those two would wrestle. Is a slow one. So, um, and then the first one out is Kofi Kingston. Um, Kofi it really picked up when Kofi entered the match. A lot of spotting, a lot, a lot of spots left and right. Then, who entered next? Jeff Hardy. Jeff. No. It was yes. Jeff, then AJ, then Orton. There's the order. Yeah. Uh, or was Jeff? Yes. Okay. Anyways, Joe went out first. Pretty much. Okay. Fuck it. Joe's career. God, we love Joe, but let's not love him. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the uh, Jeff. Was only known for his one spot in that match, which was pretty fucking brutal. He swantons AJ on the turnbuckle. Well, AJ's leaned across the turnbuckle. He gets on top of the chamber pot, swantons that mofo, and then they don't capitalize on that. Dan O'Brien hits Jeff with his finisher, and then Jeff's out. And I'm like, why wouldn't you capitalize on AJ fucking eating that shit? Yeah. Um, AJ gets eliminated by... Orton? Or, yeah, RKO. Oh, yeah, the RKO because he goes for the phenomenal elbow. Yeah. And, or forearm, sorry. The phenomenal forearm and gets uh, the RKO off the rope. Yeah, it didn't go as beautiful as I thought it would. Uh, there was some hesitation, which I get. That's kind of a scary move. Yeah, and then we come down to Orton, Kofi, and Daniel. And it was like pretty much Kofi. Randy was the next one out. Let's just talk about the final two. The last two went 15 minutes also, alone. Also, to, due to your point, this was... Tonight's booking was weird. It was. They weird. had the first two in the women's be the last two, and then they had Dan O'Brien be the Iron Man and make it to the finals with Kofi. Yep. And oh my God, fucking James was on the edge of the seat. I was internally. I wasn't showing it because you know, whatever. Uh, um, but Kofi. It made me believe so many times that Kofi was going to just win. You know, it. I was reading. Um, I think I saw it on Russell Talk. They talked about how. It's hilarious that WWE in the last seven days has told a better Kofi Kingston story than they can do with anybody in a long-term storyline right now. It's great right now. It's fucking... The crowd is behind it. The crowd... Like, there was like a solid five minutes where you just hear Kofi's name being chanted. Yep. And then... Whoosh! All the air was sucked out of the room when Daniel Bryan won the match. Yes. Which, um, oh, let's just get that heat. Gotta have that heat. So, uh, A, Kofi took the finisher. He It's called an inside-out bump. He took it twice. <laughs> he took it. Uh, he did, did it you, twice. Did you know only, like, 
two other people, three other, three or two other people have kicked out of that knee. Oh really? Besides Kofi, it was like Brock Lesnar, uh, Batista. No, it was Brock Lesnar, John Cena, and Kofi Kingston. Maybe another one, but like it's still a limited number. Um, and then the New Day came out and uh, sat with Kofi. Kofi had a standing ovation. Like everybody was in their seats cheering it. Like you sucked the air out of the fucking. Everybody was just so many disappointed faces. It is time to pull the trigger on Kofi, and I think the only reason they're doing that is so you get that feel good moment when he eventually wins it. Probably at Mania. Or Fastlane. Probably at Mania. Yeah. So but it's uh, it was fucking great. The yeah. match itself was really good. Yeah. Um. So moving on to Monday Night Raw. Um, pretty much Triple H comes out, hypes up shit. Oh, these four new people are NXT. From NXT or up on the main roster. Oh, okay. So that's going to be a big complaint coming from at least my side uh, and Jordan probably. Um, so I understand that you don't treat NXT like you, you can't act like it doesn't exist. You need to start treating that thing like your third show. Absolutely. Because it's the most exciting show of the major brands. Yeah. I think, honestly. And you just pulled all their top guys, pretty much. Yep. The majority of them. Uh, they pulled up Tomasa Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. I know, two champions, right? Uh, fucking Alistair Black and... Ricochet. Ricochet. It's like, oh, okay. What happened to Heavy Machinery? What happened to East T3? Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans? Okay, let's just be dumb. Yeah. Let's pull up... You have too much talent on the main roster. Stop pulling up. You just pulled up a set of people before the Rumble. And you weren't (laughs) using them. And you still aren't using them. It's like, you don't know what to do with Lacey Evans, so you have to come out in random intervals of the night. Yeah. And just leave. And it's like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah, it was really stupid. Um, Also, you just announce it? Yeah. It takes the excitement out of it. Like, you're better off being like, the Revival being like, we want to do a non-title open challenge, and then DIY coming out. Way bigger pop. Way, well, not They're pushing them like DIY, by the way, not to mention. Chop, best heel run of anyone in like fucking five years. And you ruined it. And you ruined it because you have him come be a baby face. By the way, I want to talk about one more, another thing before we really get into this. This crowd fucking sucked. You need to not do a show here anymore. No one gave a fuck, really. Yeah, it was uh, a bad show. They popped for Ricochet's match, but barely. This yeah. crowd was lackluster. I was so bored. The crowd, like, it took me out of the night. You okay. do all this shit in front of a crowd that really doesn't fucking care. Yep, and it was, it, it just ruined it. So, alright, so what was the first match of the night? Braun Strowman took on Baron Corbin in a table match. He beat Baron Corbin, which really didn't make sense. Why the fuck did Baron fucking beat him last night? From what everything I heard, it sounds like it was the match that we should have gotten the night before. Because it was a much better match. Not to mention, they pretty much were like, okay, nobody gives a shit about this rivalry. They realized that after Elimination Chipper. So next night, they're like, all right, we're done with this. Fucking table match. They're done. Yep. I fucking hope. So that ends. Moving on. Heyman promo. Yeah, Brock's Brock. the best. Pretty much a video package for Brock Lesnar. Yep. No one fucking cared. The crowd sucked. I don't I don't know how else to put this. Anyways, uh, one of those new NXT superstars debuts with Finn Balor against Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush because I guess they're still friends even though... 
Yeah, Leo is like the person in an abusive relationship where he just needs to get out. That's what he's like. No, no, he's not always like this. Yeah, it was just dumb. Yeah. Although during the match, Bobby just looked disappointed with Leo like the whole match. (laughs) So it was Ricochet and Finn taking on. Yeah. Ricochet hits the 630 on Leo Rush and wins. Yeah, it's nice. We haven't seen the 630 in a while. This was the only time the crowd really got up this whole night was like Ricochet. Yep. So, uh, good intro. Um, So, actually, part of... I I was telling Jordan earlier that I guess uh, Triple H wasn't happy with what they were doing. And he had to have that match changed. Uh, Because it was just going to be Finn versus Ricochet. And he goes, he's like, I don't want it to be a heel match. Like, I don't want one of them to have to be a heel. Because they're super baby faces. Right. So he goes, and they like so. to turn baby faces heel for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. So, Triple H, it was like the one thing Triple H was able to control, I guess, from what I heard. So, yikes. Moving on. Lucha House Party beats the Major Brothers. I don't know what else to say. They keep losing. That's their thing. Moving on. They're, not they're the getting worse. Good for them. DIY has a match. They don't call him DIY. They say former whatever. Well, they Cole kept saying it against your Raw Tag Team Champions, the Revival. Good match. Your Tag Team Champions. Um, <laughs> it was a good match. They yeah. always kill it. Yeah, they always do. I mean, their NXT matches were better, but this one was still pretty good. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from this talent. You just have you're pulling up too much talent. You pulled up your two singles champions. Dumb. Yeah. That's 100% dumb. Well, I mean, by the end of the week, that'll it, change. I'm just saying it's dumb because it's like, now we know their next title matches, they ain't winning. No. It just, it, it just throws that away. Like, oh, I was like, I was sitting out with James, I say this much, who's going to fight Ciampa at the takeover before Mania? And now it's like, I don't fucking care anymore because he's going to lose. It's, it's still yeah. going to be a good match, but yeah, the suspense is gone. Agreed. They uh, win. So, yep, DIY, DIY with beats the, the super kick knee combo. Raw Tay Team Champions. Champions who just won that, by the way, and already aren't looking strong. Yeah, well, they weren't looking strong up to that match. I know, so. but they won the match, and then it was like, okay, let's just let's bury that fucking momentum right now. Word. DIY beats. Okay, your champions look really strong. Yeah, you should have had them beat, like, Gable and fucking... The former Root. champions? Yeah. Uh, Boston. Or heavy Machinery, too. Fuck it. Yeah, they were there. Somebody. Boston Hug Connection just cut a promo. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't fucking... I watched their parts, but when Nia and Tamina came out, I, I really didn't care. See, and that's the thing now. So, like, what... So... And they didn't show up on SmackDown, did they? No. So, they got to start doing that now. I, I'm sorry. Of all the teams, I, that's the one team I don't want them facing. And that's what they... That's why they want it, though, is because you don't want Nia and Tamina in the title picture. You gotta not react, man. You gotta show no care. It's so hard, but I hate them so much. Exactly. I just don't care about them. All I don't right. care. The crowd doesn't even fucking care anymore. The crowd, crowd didn't care about anything. This crowd night. sucked. All right, moving on. This crowd. Where I think they're at the Cajun Dome. Please don't go there again. Save that for live shows. Yeah. Not live shows. House shows. Yeah. Because I don't fucking care. Um, Drew's all like, "Yo, trip, give me Seth. I know I can fucking take him." And then Dean's like, "Whoa, what about me?" Bitch slaps Dean. Drew. And then they have a match. <laughs> and he's lost. Drew McIntyre wins. Looking super strong. No idea what they're doing with him. Nothing. I assume there's a, there's got to be a program with him and Braun at Mania. Probably. That's all I got. And then whoever wins that makes a good number one contender for when Seth wins the Universal title. Yeah, I'm claiming it. He wins. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Kingslayer. Moving on. 
Aleister Black debuts and takes on Elias. He beats Elias with the Black Mask. Yep, it was not a very exciting match. It was very lackluster. The night, the match that happens later in the week for Elster is much better. Um, moving on. We have the main event, the match that should have happened in Elimination Chamber. Yes. Between Ruby Wright and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, it was bad. It was a match, actually. It was actually a match. So... Which, was... I just want to point out, like, they both looked pissed at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, they did. And I'm sure even Ronda is just like, I don't... I'm not here long. I don't want to job these people. Right. Like, Ronda... Like, it's weird to say that Ronda, I think, has a better understanding than the boss of this. Like, she understands that she needs to help further talent as well. Like, she needs to help build talent because she ain't going to be here long. She looked better. Yeah. I think at the Elimination Chamber, though, you could have had the match and then had your Becky and Charlotte match. I mean, spot. 100%. So... There's that, and that was Monday Night Raw. Yes, now we are heading over to SmackDown Live. Was it? Was it good? The audition didn't be an announcer? Yeah, one day. They just got a new announcer from something. Oh, yeah, the freaking Pat McPhee. I don't know where he's from. Yeah. But he's a commentator. He's okay, I guess. We open Shane McMahon cutting promo, pretty much copy and paste Triple H promo, but in the Shane way. Um, and the thing that I find funny is how he just doesn't care to talk about the fact he lost his tape belt, like, two days earlier. Auto the Miz comes out, he apologizes, and then they're like, use your power to get us another rematch. I'm like, I knew that you are taking, I've been bitching about this rematch thing for so long, and this just makes it even more dumb that he's like, because the Usos come out, egg them on, like, yeah, yeah, take your rematch, blah, blah, blah. And then Shane's like, alright, we're fighting you guys at Fastlane. In Miz's hometown, yay! I swear to God, if they win, I, I know I'll kill you. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Also, the Usos were getting like this was getting cheered because the Usos were shitting on the Miz, and it was like, look, fuck, this is weird. This yeah. is a weird world we're living in. Yeah, Miz getting cheered. I, eh, eh. I don't like it. No, I liked him being face, only to fight a heel Daniel Bryan at Mania. But that's not the match I want at Mania anymore. So no, because now we want Kofi. Kofi. Give me Kofi. All right. Um, then DIY has another match on SmackDown. That's pretty much what Shane said. It's like, oh, they did so well on Raw. They're on SmackDown too now. And they took on the former SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Bar. The Bar. Which I fucking remember. Seeing them next to Ciampa and Gargano makes you realize how fucking huge Sheamus and Cesaro are. Yeah. Um, another good match. Good match. Of course, obviously, with both teams. They're all solid workers. Um you know, uh, they win with a roll-up, which I always... Eh. I think If you're going to do a roll-up victory, you should have done it with the Revival. I think they're the tag champs, and it makes them look not as bad. Yeah, I think that would make sense, but I think it just looks bad. Like, you have them beat the Revival on Raw. Then you have them come beat the Bar, who were tag team, SmackDown tag team champions for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you. I, I know you're supposed to build them up, but... God, stop burying your tag team. T- <laughs> yeah. Like, and first shit. of all, you Gargano and Champa not as a tag team. Like, yeah, I I was 100% on board before they broke up. It was them being, because I would rather them be used as a tag team than be put somewhere they shouldn't be. Um, but I don't think that them being a tag team now would make sense. Like, Champa could be your top heel in your company. Also, Easy. they were just feuding. They are still feuding. Like, We'll get into They're that. They're not on great terms. Yes. 
But right, still, right. and then they're fucking here, killing it like they did a DIY, and it's like, I get it. Like I guess if you don't watch NXT, this doesn't really bother you. But no. we watch NXT. We cover that shit in our Wrestlecast. Yes. So we move on to Rick Fish. No, is that next? Oh no, no. Mandy Rose takes oh. on Oscar. Uh. And Oscar loses to Mandy Rose. I don't hate that Mandy Rose got the win. That doesn't bother me. Nope. What bothers me is a lot of things. One, Lacey Evans came out during this match for whatever reason and then left. Because that's what she does now. And that's just because they don't know what to do with her. And they didn't even capitalize on that ex- distraction at all. Nope, they tried. and then They tried, Oscar but Asuka still managed to be on top. So it was like... Yeah, what was the point? You should have just not And then it. there was a spot where Mandy Rose pretended her eye was hurt, which... Heel shit, I liked it. It went on for way too long. Yeah, I agree. It was that. like... 30 seconds too long. Because she was just like, ah, oh, uh, uh, I'm going to throw you into the rope and then hit you with a roll-up or some shit. All right, it was like, are you okay? You could have used that moment while the ref's checking on you. You have, like, Sonya come in and punch her, clothesline or something. Yeah. It that would make more sense than, oh, I'm just going to throw you into the rope and then beat you. Ha-ha. <laughs> it was dumb. Not well done. I don't care that Mandy Rose won. That doesn't bother me. No. It's just... that's, a, that's a good fast lane match right there. Mandy Rose versus Oscar. Yeah. Not an issue. Don't have any problems. So now we move on. Ricochet took on Eric Young, so we actually got to see Sanity for once. That was nice. A blue moon. Um, Ricochet won, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what did he use to win? 630. He did use 630. He's using that now to like show off, hey, I'm Ricochet, and then he'll go back to whatever the fuck he was doing. The shooting star or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, good on him. Ricochet, you know, looking strong against a guy I've never heard of. Because he's dead now. <laughs> Sanity's dead. Um. Moving on. Six-man tag between Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Kofi Kingston against Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe. The pancake branch. Um, so, like, before, early in the night, they face team. Like, the New Day brings a pancake branch instead of an olive branch. It, Jordan pointed this out to me or else I would have completely missed it. Xavier's just holding Big E in the background like it's nothing, and that's insane to me. Like, Big E's a big dude. I would be, like, shaking. Um, and his face was just... Oh, incredible. It was just terrifying. I loved it. Um, I love so, the new day. Yeah. So, six-man tag. Uh, Kofi gets the win over Daniel Bryan. And then they set up a match for them again at Fastlane. So, I'm excited. It's, I'm excited, but it's it's this close to Mania. Give Kofi the Mania fucking moment. All I'm saying. The way I see it is somehow Kofi's going to get fucked at Fastlane, fucked over by somebody or something. Everyone. And then you have a program where he fights him at Mania. I don't know. Yeah, I can only hope. But we'll I mean, see. 100%, if Kofi wins at Fastlane, I'm not going to be upset. No. I same. hate Daniel Bryan, so it doesn't bother me in the slightest. Uh, oh, I love Daniel Bryan, the heavyweight champion of the so world. Dumb. All right, now we are heading to 205, 205 Live. Pretty much, they're setting up a tournament that starts next week. Eight-man tournament. Yes. And the winner of this tournament will fight Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. Pre-show. Pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> we even planned that, guys. Holy yeah. shit. Um, and I think that... So we opened up the night with... TJP taking on... My boy, Umberto Carrillo. 
damn good match, and now TJP's tatted up as fuck. Yeah, um, out of nowhere, he just has so many tattoos. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. You were just like, fuck it, I'm finally going to get these tattoos. Yeah. Um, good match, of really course. Really good match. Considering the two that were in it, it was just incredible. Alberto Carrillo is on fire right now. Oh my gosh, he's... He won. Yes. His finish was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, it's like a uh, split-legged moonsault, but off of the corner instead of... He bounces of, off the rope. Yeah. It's, not, he does a split leg over the turnbuck, but he just... It, you, you gotta see it. Yeah, it's hard to explain. It looks pretty cool. He does like a headstand in the turnbuckle and then like bounces his legs off the left side of the rope and then it's, moonsaults under the guy. It's hard to explain. You yeah. have to see it. Humberto yeah. Carrillo fucking killed it. Uh, then we have Arya Davari taking on... Joey Lyons? Joey Lyons. Or something. Uh, he won. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, moving on. Cedric Alexander and Mike Canales close out the night. Damn good match. Really good match. The spine buster on the freaking ramp. Ooh, oh. that was beautiful. Yeah. It was good. It was a really good match. I agreed. Cedric Alexander was able to win Mike. Win against Mike. Win Mike in a fucking crane machine or something. Uh, win against Mike Canales. Even though there was a spot where Mike Canales thought he had the win. That was very well done. It, Cedric pops up like the shoulder just enough to make it out of the count. Yep. Which is good because you don't need to always fire out of the pin. I agree with that. You just, I haven't seen something like that. Ever. I don't think so. And it was just like selling like, yeah, I'm exhausted, but I'm still not going to fucking lose this match. Yep, and Mike and Maria were celebrating him. The ref's like, brah, too. And yeah, he goes, and come on. Cedric was able to pull off the lumbar check and win. Yes, good and match. And next week, we have the first four people in that eight-man tournament facing. Facing? We have Tony Nese versus Kalisto and Drew Gulak versus Daniel the the Brian Kendrick. I almost said Daniel Bryan. I know. And yeah, so that'll be. Uh, I assume next week Umberto will be against a heel and Cedric will be against a heel. I mean, the week after. Yep. And then you know those two will be the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So now we're heading across the pond to NXT UK. Actually, technically, we're heading down to Phoenix because that's where this was taken. That's where they were. Um. Um. Solid show. I actually really enjoyed this episode. Not that... I, no, I really... It's hit or miss, really, with NXT. Uh, so we open up the night with the Coffee Brothers taking on Flash, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mandrews. We saw Mandrews and Flash come out first. We're like, ooh, who they're facing? We saw that. It was Gallus, and we're like, all right, we know how this is going down. Yeah. Still a damn good match, yeah, though. Fucking... I love Stun Dog Millionaire. I just love the name. Yeah. And the move looks pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, Hashtag Mandrews for 2K20. <laughs> Hashtag him and Flash. Obviously. And Gallus. Gallus. Oh, I love Gallus. Yeah. Um, they won. Yeah, this Gallus won. Um, in, with like a like uppercut into the clothesline. It was pretty sweet. It was the Coffee Brothers, too. Where the fuck was Wolfgang? <laughs> I don't know. He always rolls with them. But uh, Speaking of people missing their partner, uh, Trent Seven was taking, taking on Shane Thorne. Which is... This is my first time seeing Shane Thorne in uh, singles action. I didn't see him fight last week, but... Uh, it was... Kind of sad. Like, it was good. He's a good singles wrestler. It's just, it's just weird without Nick Miller there. Yeah, it's... Me and Jordan have always been a big fan of TM61 or The Mighty. It's going to take an adjustment period, but I think he fucking... He did good. Yeah. He, and the Trent Seven fucking did really good. Yeah. Uh, Trent Seven won. Yeah, Trent Seven beat him. Yep. And they announced that next week, Tyler Bates... Bates. Bate. Tyler Bates is taking on... You don't remember, do you? I don't. Do you? Somebody. <laughs> you don't remember either. 
I was really it was hoping. not Walter. No, Walter's taking on Cash's Oh No. Yep. I don't know. Someone from NXT pick. I hate you. I Anyways, we'll, we'll know next week when we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> that did not go as I had hoped. <laughs> Zach Gibson cut a promo? Um, Isn't that Adam Cole? No, it's not. No, I'm sorry. Cool. Zach Gibson, yeah, they cut a promo, and then Orny and Dandy Birch come out, and they're like, we're going to fight now instead of next week, which me and Jordan thought the match was supposed to be this week. We were wrong. It's, it's the week after. Uh, and then they ran down to the ring, and then the tag champs dipped out, and we're like, nah, fam, we wrestle on our terms, yo, dog, and then left. <laughs> None of that was said. <laughs> no, nah, it should have been. Not there. a single word. We get to the main event of this night. Ooh, it's a good one. Yes. In one corner, we have... The sensational, the unbreakable, the 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 superstar, Tony Storm. That was the worst intro. Taking on the the queen of metal, the uh, mosh pit kid, the uh, the the incinerator of pain, uh, <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Wow, for the, the Ripper for the NXT UK Women's Title. Um, not their best match. By any means. Don't fucking listen to him. It was a great match. It was a good match. It, wasn't it was their fucking best. good. It was okay. They fucking Tony Storm was being a real baby face because Rhea Ripley was ripping the bitch apart. <laughs> yeah. God, uh, I love Rhea Ripley. Tony Storm wins with Storm Zero, and now we'll see what comes next. I guess for I, I still don't get why I have Rhea Ripley win it just so Tony Storm can win it back. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. But Rhea Ripley's fucking great, so she'll she'll land on her. She's the incinerator of pain, for God's sake. Yeah. So now we're moving on to NXT. He's not, no. He's not yeah. NXT anymore. He's not he's, anywhere he's anymore. He's in purgatory right now. He's yeah. in some kind of limbo. Yeah. So we open up the night with... Alistair Black. Taking on... My boy, Roddy Strong. Roderick Strong, yes. Weird, I thought it was Adam Cole when I heard the music, but no, it was Roderick Strong. Damn good match, because of course those two would... Uh, I forget how good of a singles competitor Roderick Strong can be. He's been gone. I didn't. I never. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag Uh, never forget. But holy shit, these guys did really fucking well. Yep. Black was moving like lightning and fucking Roderick was fucking Roderick. Those backbreakers, the Messiah (laughs) of the backbreaker for sure. It was a really good match. Yep. Uh, Then it uh, ended with the Black Mass. Yeah. And uh, Aleister Black uh, looking strong on his way out. They're in Young Talent. Oh, well, no. because uh, the rest of the Undisputed Era came out, and then Ricochet came to. Came so, out. Kyle O'Reilly hits the ring, gets black masked the fuck out of him, and rolls out and is gone. Yeah, and then Bobby Fish and Adam Cole come in and like start jumping him, and then Ricochet comes and pretty much just like, hey, we're leaving this brand for whatever fucking, like, let's just yeah. be buddies. So, they're going to be a tag team now. Until the end of the Dusty Rhodes Classic, from I think you know they're going to be in it. So we only have four teams announced so far. It it's, wasn't uh, them, so I kind of ruined that. It but was Street Profits, it. Undisputed Era. I don't remember the other. Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner, and then the last team was. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, and then there's four more teams to be announced. Oh my god, he didn't get the joke. It's the Forgotten Sons. My god, I'm so sick of your shit. Uh, yeah, honestly, I god. even looked at you with the face going, I forgot. I was yawning. <laughs> I didn't oh see god. it. Um, now I look bad in front of our fucking five viewers. God damn it. Yeah, five. Um, 
Moving on. Mia Yim. Yimitless. Take it out. Zia. Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Um, it was a good match. Fucking Mia Yim kills her every single fucking time. And she's she, yimitless, bro. And she won. She won. And then fucking Shane and the girls came out. And the, then the rest of the like trainee locker room was coming up. They got fucking beat. Yeah. Fucking Big Swall was in there. Yeah. I don't know her fucking wrestling name. Cedric's wife. Cedric's wife, Big Swall. Someone hey. else we didn't know. Who was the other one? Uh, Ember Moon 2.0. Yeah. I'll learn their names. They're trainees. But I like the story they're telling where like these girls are just being bullies. And then like yimitless. Is leading the fucking regime yes. against her. I think that's the money right there. Yeah. That is the. She has a match against Shayna next week. Give her that win. Set that shit up for NXT Mania. That's what I'm calling it. NXT Mania. The NXT before WrestleMania is now referred to as NXT Mania. Or her Instagram. Mia Yim was like, she's taking on Baron. Sharing. Sharon Corbin. Yes, I, I believe Sherry Corbin. And I was like, <laughs> I fucking want her to win. I like the story they're telling. Like, oh, all the trainees are like sick of the fuck. It's like what they did with the Shield. Yeah. When uh, Seth Rollins lost his NXT title, like it was Big E against Seth Rollins, and everybody was just so sick of the Shield. So they're coming out, making sure the Shield aren't fucking. You got a story like that right here with Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler. Yep. And I'm loving it. Anyways. Ba, 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 ba. Then we move on to the main event. For the North American Championship, we have Velveteen Dream. D R E A M, am I right? <laughs> Taking on Johnny Freaking Wrestling. So Johnny we'll... Badass. Johnny Champion. Johnny Take Kick Him the Ding Ding. I stole that one from Edge. <laughs> Johnny Takeover. Johnny Takeover. Um, Johnny Too Hottie. Well, Not yet, but I love it. Um, um, damn good match. Damn good. Yeah, they did really good. I mean, there's some things that Dream still needs to work on, but for somebody who's been wrestling, like, straight out of developmental for, like, two years or whatever, yeah, he's fucking killing it. It, it inspires me to be like, maybe I won't be so bad when I finally become a wrestler. Same. But Velveteen Dream is killing it. There's things he's going to work on with time, but the dude's only fucking 21 or some shit. Yeah. God, I hate you. Anyways, uh, really good match. Really good back and forth. False finishes here, there, everywhere. And your winner and new. Did you say new? NXT North American Champion, Velveteen Dream. Did you say new? I did. <laughs> so uh, Johnny can't defend his titles. <laughs> no. He's got Sasha Banks in He uh, fought so hard to win his first singles title and lost it three weeks later. Yep. It's probably because they moved him up. No, that decision was made before, which is really weird. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, poor Johnny, but. Uh, so damn good match. I take nothing away from both of them. They killed it. Yeah. The double Dream Valley driver into the finish was great. Yeah. The Dream rain. Valley driver off the goddamn top rope. Yeah. And then the purple rainmaker to end it. Yeah. It Man, just just a solid match. Really good. That's really and that's on their fucking weekly show. Yeah. Raw. Get your shit together. SmackDown. You just had CN versus Ray. Never mind. You guys are doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> Did we even touch on the CN versus? Oh Black my god, match? that happened too on SmackDown. By the way, how guys. do we keep skipping things like that? I don't know, but Alistair Black took on Andrade. It was damn good. We keep skipping it because for some reason my dumbass didn't write it down. What? Stop not doing. You fucking take notes. Oh, uh, but it was a really good match. Yeah. Because they banked on it, they were like, "Well, they had a good match before, so let's do that." 
yeah. DIY and the Revival had a good match before, so let's do that. Yep. Let's keep banking on this shit. So, all right, Jordan. So now we're at the end of the show. Who was your wrestler of the week? Sometimes you just don't want it to end. No. Triple don't. H cut a fucking bomb ass promo. It's Triple H, hundred percent. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking maybe ten years ago. But Weird flex, but okay. My match of the week, men's elimination chamber. Well, I asked for your wrestler of the week, so that's. That doesn't matter. My match of the week <laughs> is the men's elimination chamber. They fucking killed it. It made me believe. Like I fucking, my heart was racing for some parts. It was like, it was a captivating match. Same. Yeah. Uh, it's my match of the week as well. Um, all right, uh, challenge match outside of the elimination chamber of the week. Because pay per view should always have the best match. So, what was your for your favorite televised match of the week? I'm not gonna lie here. I'm gonna pick something out of the ballpark. Ball, ballpark. Maddie Rose versus Oscar, hands down, hundred percent. No. Um. Ooh, Cedric Alexander versus Mike Nelson. All right. I think that was the my uh, television match was Flash and um. Well, I can't remember. is taking on the Coffee Bros. Hundred percent changing mind real quick. Velveteen Jr. versus Johnny Gargano, North American title match. That, if I had to pick outside the elimination chamber, it's the match we just talked about and I forgot about it instantly. <laughs> it's that one, hands down. Yeah. Uh, what was your wrestler of the week? Velveteen Dream. All right. Winning his first singles title, North American title, in a great match. Um, Mine is Kofi Kingston. It would have been Kofi if he won. He, he had I picked Kofi was... last week. I can't true. pick two people one week in a row. True. Velveteen Dream slash Kofi Kingston. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the J and J Wrestlecast. Thank you for joining us. I've been uh, Jay. Uh, 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 oh. Uh, okay, and I can see what's up. Our podcast may be on Wednesdays or Thursdays. We don't know. We're still we're we're having two classes a week now at our fucking training facility, so it's gonna be Wednesdays or Thursdays usually. Just um, all I had to put out there. Don't be shocked if it winds up being aired on a Friday. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, either Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you will get it one of those days. I swear. We'll change the names. I know you already said goodbye, but James, please close this again one last time. All right. I've been James. And I've been the first Jay Jordan. See you next time. Have a wonderful night. <laughs>